0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Healthy Business Podcast, where we explore the technical how-to, the spiritual woo-woo, and the physical health and wellness components of growing your healthy business. I'm Janine Beltsvay, and your host. And on today's episode, we meet the incredible Lala Angela Wang. So, if you guys don't know Lala, I'm. So thrilled to be introducing you to her. And I'll just give you a little brief bio on where she's done in her. Well, she's done a lot in her life, but I'm going to give you a little brief rundown on where she's at today. Lala has been working in the construction industry for more than 15 years. She's a self-confessed chronic people pleaser for most of her life, which eventuated into her facing a quarter life crisis in her early 30s. Her seemingly perfect life all of a sudden got turned upside down. And at the age of 31, Angela was divorced, lost, depressed, suicidal, and didn't know where she wanted to be in life or who she wanted to be. Fast forward six years, and Lala is now a senior in a senior position for one of the... T- top construction companies in Australia, living the life of her dreams. She found her soulmate and has recently been recognized as the international top 100 women in construction. Whoop, whoop. All right. Angela has been a mentor for countless women throughout her career. And as a female working in a male-dominated industry, she understands the pains and struggles that many women are currently going through. She's a huge supporter of empowering and supporting women and believes that we can have it all and everything that we've ever wanted in life, just not all at the same time. Angel believes in order to create the life we want, we must first learn to accept and fall deeply in love with ourselves. She created her mentoring business, The Womanly Way, in February 2020, and to fully step into her calling of supporting women to be all that they can be, and now helps women to go deep into their own belief systems and really work on the old patterns that, they are, hold- that are holding them Wow. Oh, so this is going to be a good one, guys. Um, Angela, where are you? There you are. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Oh my God, this is so <laughs> weird, like being on the other end of the receiving
0: end of a podcast.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's so much easier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is, right? When the roles have reversed and you guys out there, if anybody's thought about starting a podcast, Lala and I are fairly new to this game, but it's been a real steep learning curve, but an amazing one. Yeah. And thank you so much for having yeah. me, Janine. Absolute pleasure, honey. All right. So firstly, I would just like to ask you, you know, you've you've had a pretty awesome journey, right? Going in the construction industry for the number of there's years that you have been. And also now, you know, building this uh, business that empowers women. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't even say on the side, like there's this dichotomy of your life. <laughs> um, can you share a little bit more about, you know, your, your journey along the way. And if there was a pivotal point for you that really helped steer you to where you are today.
1: Wow. Um, yeah, I love how you said it's not even on the side because so often I will talk <laughs> to a woman and like, so, um, you work in construction for, like, how many hours a day? Like, four or five? I'm like, no, it's, like, literally full-time. That's part <laughs> of my life.
0: I yeah. just love it, yeah.
1: yeah. But for me, the pivotal point in my life was um, I was married to my ex-husband and we were about to reach our two-year anniversary. And that moment in life, I just – I, I hated my life I was working seven days just so I don't have to be at home right home didn't feel like home and he kind of picked up on my sort of coldness because I'm I'm a very direct person and I'm shit at hiding my emotions it's like what is wrong and then, that was the moment where I just sat with that feeling for a long time and for me to actually manifested it. And I think the universe kind of helped me with that conversation where I don't have yeah. to sort of initiate. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was really my pivotal moment, um, not knowing exactly what was happening, but realising when he proposed to me and I said yes, it was more I kind of, my gut says no. And in a way, my heart says, or not even my heart, probably my logical head was like, well, you mm-hmm. have to say yes because this man, the most unromantic man in your life, has planned this romantic proposal. He's got on the floor on his knee and decorated the room. Mm. You're about to see the um, musical Wicked. If you say yeah. no, you're going to ruin this. And not to mention, yes, you're going to disappoint every tom dick and jerry in your life yeah and that wow. was yeah, yeah and that was for me realizing how much it has actually cost me being a people pleaser and that's why i said i'm a self-confessed chronic people pleaser because it has literally cost me my life and a two-year marriage and an eight-year relationship yeah
0: wow whereas if you may have just tuned like and and i i'm sure that story you know resonates with so many women out there right where it is that feeling of okay no he, all of this has been set up for me if i don't say yes what happens now you know what like that is that is that is the big unknown if i say yes then it's all right there but if i say no oh my gosh the whole world could fall apart right before my eyes
1: and it's that feeling that That's it's you. okay.
0: We can fix this. We can fix this. Whatever yeah. it is,
1: let's just say yes yeah. first. We
0: can fix this. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So two years on, you've everything that you had known has sort of fallen apart. How did you pick yourself back up and keep going? And you know, make the inroads that you have in construction and otherwise.
1: Um, construction saved me. Construction yep. literally saved me. I was at the point. I believe in three. So they. Shit happens in threes as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So I got into a job that I thought was what I wanted, but I hated it. Then I got separated from my husband. Then I had a car accident. And so for me, once I hit the three, it was as if I was kind of being looked after by whoever's up there. My old boss rang me on the 5th of January 2015, it was like, so you've been in this new job for three months now. How are you feeling? And I literally said, I hated it. Can, can, I, can I come back? So I went back to my own company, which I loved the team because it felt like family to me. And I got mm. put back into my original team as well, who knows me really, really well. So going to work was almost like, the thing that saved me, and the internet saved me too because all of my friends are overseas. So I used to spend hours at work typing to all my friends and just venting like crazy. Yeah, yeah. I I wrote about it in my book, actually. I said, to me, at nighttime, it's the worst. People think when you finish work and go home, nighttime's the best, and nighttime Mm. is when everyone else goes to bed and I don't.
0: I see. All right. Yeah. And at that point in your life that would have been really challenging to hard. to be faced hard. with.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was hard because yeah. I had I didn't realize I was in a way kind of useless. Like I realised so much on my ex-husband to take care of their finances, you know, all the like the internet, the bills, the insurance, the rent, all the things he was looking after them and I had to learn all those things whilst being completely and utterly on my own because I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell my parents that oh, we wow. got separated wow. until one day wow. I was in Bali. My mom's like, why are you in Bali and Singapore taking all the shots on your own? I'm like, what Ooh. do you mean? Where's is your husband? <laughs> uh, he's in Australia. Uh, why isn't he with you? And then I was like, oh, fuck, okay, fine. I'm going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh wow. So how much? Lo- how long after your separation did that information come out?
1: Uh, it wasn't wildly known. Like I told my mom probably about five months afterwards. Wow. Okay. And that's a good yeah. thing. Like your parent. My parents are all overseas, so if I don't call them, my parents are not the kind of parents that would just like keep calling you. So almost like they yeah. always have this assumption if she doesn't call that no news is good news <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so i kind of worked in my favor <sighs> a little bit but i think for me it was the desire like when i was rock bottom it was oh what's this thing here might be a fly um it was a bit like i could have just jumped off my six store story balcony anytime uh-huh. but it's just that little voice in my head going well oh, is that it like you just discovered you've wasted your entire 31 years of your life and you're just gonna waste it some more by just
0: you know, yeah. take the leap. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. ultimately what saved me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Listening to that voice and and sort of taking that literal step back and yep. connecting to your work in your workplace. That's amazing. Yeah. So so from there, going on from there. You know, really building into your job and construction. I mean, to be to be acknowledged and recognized in the top one hundred globally—that's incredible, Lala. Thank you. So, has that sort of been? Has it been a continual rise since since this moment? Has it been a continual rise in construction? Um,
1: I discovered coaching first, thinking I want to find my soulmate because I keep dating the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> And through coaching, I never had the intention to grow a lot in construction. It was almost like I had a vision, but at the same time, I'm mindful there's not that many women in our industry. Like, mm. mind you, when I first started, mm-hmm. I could be on a site of 200 people and I'm the only female. Yeah, wow. So I never had the yeah. intention, but this is when I first get into manifesting without even knowing. The Lord of Attraction. I always have this vision, and I just thought, you know what? That's just wishful thinking. I'm like, how great would it be if I can stand on the tower of the the tallest building in Sydney, having my mentor next to me, and just feel like I'm on the top of the world, and I have become this top woman in construction that everybody looks up to. It was like that little tiny little voice in my head, and I had that vision. That's amazing vision. Yeah. yeah. But I never really said I have to have that. And I think that's the magic in so many of the things I have manifested in my career, even my current role. I remember I was looking for this role 10 years ago. I couldn't find it. I was too young. That wasn't just it wasn't available. But all of a sudden, Mm. through working on myself, I got a tap on the shoulder. You know, and for me, I always thought there was luck. Until I learnt about the law of attraction and the magic of manifesting, it's actually not having attention on what you truly desire and just really trust and believe whatever's meant for is going to show up.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and that real that real faith right like that mm-hmm. y- every positive step that you take just attuning to the whispers and and you know the last call that I was on I know you, you actually were able to come in and listen a little bit and Kim spoke so much about you know awareness and just mm-hmm. that 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 quiet and acknowledging that if you're feeling an emotion where's the thought and all of that side of things like that is just when you can slow down and so many of us do right we just race mm-hmm. through life so yeah yeah you know how much I believe in manifestation it's it's, <laughs> it's there for any of you to take it's, it's wait, ready and waiting for for anybody out there who's listening who might not have delved into this yet that is why this podcast is here because it is in all areas of your life your health your business your you know your family your dynamics it's everywhere
1: mm. yeah so and, uh, Lola, we'll I go.
0: wanted to ask yeah sorry, sorry you, go. you go you go um, I was going to ask about your, you know, some of your tips because you said, you know, you work predominantly, you're a mentor for career women with the womanly way. You work with women who are in their professional careers and who want a little bit more. What, what does that look like? What are the sort of people that you work with?
1: Um, I really have this thing and that's part of the reason I started my podcast because a lot of people in my industry come to me and say, Lala, you're one of a kind. Like, there's no way I could have the lifestyle that you wanted. And the reason I started my podcast really and truly, it wasn't for me. It was more I wanted to prove all those women that said to me they can't, that they can. And that's true if I already have a business and a career and if I could put in 30 days of 30 podcasts, I believe anyone else can. And so Absolutely. I did it. Absolutely. Yeah, so I did it really just to prove the world wrong by, you know, with all this woman that said to me, "I can't." I'm like, well, if I can, and excuse the the construction term, you body body can too. And really, yeah. for me, it's it's about understanding what do you truly and really desire and having that greater vision. Like a lot of people say to me, "I want to do this," but when you really ask them for the reasons that they want to do a certain things there's mm. not a solid foundation in that reason behind what they want to do My in with yep. your business it's not just a business to you right it's creating that community yeah. supporting women through the stages in their life and for me it's supporting the career woman that thinks number one there's a glass ceiling Mm. And I don't believe there's a glass ceiling. And number two, thinking that you know, once they have kids, their career's over, or once they reach a certain level, their career's pretty much plateaued. It's not true. It doesn't have to be true unless you believe that it's true. And mm-hmm. so I work with a lot mm-hmm. of women that things that have reached that plateau, that have reached their, the peak of their career when they're in their early thirties, saying to me, "That's it. That's that's my life. That's it." I'm
0: like. Hello, hello, are <laughs> just getting started, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. that's awesome, and I'm so thrilled that you said that, that, that is that belief, you know, that mm. belief of, if, if you believe that that's the glass ceiling, if you believe that that's it, then that's it, but, you know, that you have shown, you know, firsthand, you have shown another way, firsthand, you have shown that, you know, well, what if there's not, and what if I can? Mm. And what if I just go out there and show everybody in construction and beyond that I can, you know, work a full time job, you know, do your, your eight hours a day, as you said. Right. And then still make time to grow a successful business that is all about supporting women like you've done. Mm-hmm. It's 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 amazing, but it's also not amazing because you committed to it and you've made it happen. I
1: already have 24 so hours, in- I
0: promise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but have this, this magic because it's forced time. No, but I think it's really important to, you know, to recognize that this 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 whole philosophy that you've really taken on board, like even with starting your podcast 30 days to go, that was a commitment that you made where mm-hmm. your decision became bigger than your excuses, right? It, you yeah. just was like I'm doing I'm doing this. I'm going to find a way and you have. So, what tips would you give for the career woman who might be you know, who might be in that, in that phase of self-doubt or struggle or, you know, I'm not sure where to yeah. go next? Um,
1: I think the really, the, the first thing that I often find, especially, you know, with people that said, I don't have time, is that you bloody mm. have time. And I would yeah. really suggest you track your time for two weeks. Just look at where you're spending, you know, how they talk about lawyers and accountants track their time in a yes. quarter of an hour do that. Yes. Because what you'll find is you do have time and then look at the times that you spent on, you know, and I often say to a lot of my friends, they're like, how do you, I I struggle with my time already. How do you find time? I'm like, well, when you are hanging out with your friends, having a brunch, I choose to work on my business. When you decided Mm -hmm. to take, I know this might be a little bit wrong and, and this is really What I'm trying to say here is what's your balance and what is your priority, right? I choose to socialise less. Um, I don't have families here, so that means I actually don't get to spend a lot of time with my family, so that's kind of a Mm -hmm. blessing in a way. But I still speak to Mm -hmm. my mom. Mm -hmm. I don't get to the gym as much, which I would really love to do next year, but that is the balance that I pick for now, the stage in my life. And I know... Once it gets to a certain stage, I will have a different kind of balance. Like for me, 2021 is going to be more looking inwards towards myself and living the life that I truly want and take care of myself a lot more compared to 2020 has been me serving outwards. So it's really mm. understanding, number one, where are you spending your time? Mm-hmm. Number two, what one. are your priorities? Yep. And then number yep. three, find a bloody good reason. Make sure your reason is bigger than you. Yeah. It's not just because Janine's doing it or because Lala's doing it because everyone thinks that I need to have a side hustle. Don't do it because everyone yeah. else thinks so. Do it because that reason is bigger than you and you want to leave a legacy.
0: I love that. And that's so powerful, you know, coming from that deep reason, that deep within and i think you know something that i work with a lot with my clients too is you know that struggle to show up on social media mm-hmm. or to show up online consistently and it's just you know con- reminding yourself that this is ultimately not about us this is mm-hmm. about whoever out there might need to hear the message that we're sharing today and you never know you know there might be somebody out there watching right now lala who's in construction and feeling like they're the lone woman in a male dominated industry watching this interview and thinking Oh my gosh and look at where she's gone with her role Mm -hmm. right like this is social media and getting out there and putting yourself out there is not about us it's about you guys it's about you know that we want to empower you to live the life of your dreams too because how magical would that be
1: Mm. yeah and i I often describe this as living a life of dreams beyond dreams because if you ask the, the me five years ago Would I be sitting here as a published author talking to people about the things that I love and not to mention like top 100 women in the construction industry internationally? I have never dreamed about that, right? But it's like every, every way there's new excitement and if you step up, if you choose to step up every single day, the universe will surprise you.
0: Yes. Yep, 100%. Just keep showing up. Just keep showing up. And, you know, and I think it's also that whole, you know, inspired daily action. Like it doesn't have to mm. be a big thing like where we're at right now with launching a, launching a podcast because both Lala and I have, you know, we've been doing that. Lala inspired me to get off my butt and, you know, take action. I've been sitting on this for four years, you guys, <laughs> Like you know, and then I saw that Lala fresh out the gates has just gone, nah, I'm going to figure out a way to do this. And she's inspired me to do it. To, to, to take up this, this ideal that had been in my mind for so long but that I convinced myself was too hard it was going to take up too much time, all of those, you know, thoughts that were creating my reality, whereas if you can get up and take inspired daily action, mm-hmm. boom, everything can change, right? That's everything it. can change.
1: Yeah, and it don't really have to oh. be big. It's like, you know, if you feel like you need to exercise put on maybe day one is to I can't remember who showed me this but like they were saying day one maybe just put on your gym gear that's a step yeah day two start out your water Absolutely. bottle with your gym gear yeah yes. three put on your shoes and get out the door even if you take three steps and it's really yeah. literally about accumulative daily actions
0: yep yep And, and same, you know, drinking more water, like just the simple, the simple little daily things that doesn't even have to cost much, right? Just drinking more water. (laughs) No worries. I'm sitting here uh, today in Western Australia. It is hot, hot. I was saying just before we came on the podcast, we have a thunderstorm coming in again and the power had cut and it is just, woo-hee, WA summertime. We are here. (laughs) Anyways, um, I just wanted to share, you know, with where, what, what was sort of the biggest hurdle? If, if has there been a big Mm. hurdle for you in building your construction career? Because I I do want to talk a little bit more about that because I I certainly, I have a few clients who are architects themselves Mm. and they are starting to overcome, they're starting to come against some hurdles in, you know, building their own thing um, in this industry. So were there any big hurdles that you encountered and how did you get over them?
1: I'm going to say either I'm lucky or I'm very naive in a lot of ways.
0: <laughs> I kind of,
1: <laughs> I've got this filter of discrimination where I almost don't see it when it's coming towards me. Okay. But the, the biggest, so a lot of my clients or even my colleagues will be like, don't you see people see you as like this young thing that just have no clue. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. But what I did was a lot of it is really me building my belief around my capability. So I got put into my position as it's almost like a middle manager quite early in my career. I started late because mm. I went to uni for five years in architecture. Um and then I did my masters. So I was 25 by the time I stepped into the industry. Whereas a lot of my colleagues, they would have been 16, 18 or maybe 21 at the latest when they step in. So they look at this, this chick that's like older than them. And she's got no idea. I got promoted pretty soon. Um, Three years after I got into the industry, I got promoted into mid level management level. And I remember the Mm. first time I got put into a meeting with um, a hotel group. They were doing a renovation in the central coast in Sydney. And we try to buy the job. So, you know, in our industry, buying job is such a thing. And we put on, excuse me, a junior person who's got no idea because the cost is lower mm-hmm. on a job that's literally undercut so we can get into maybe be- better opportunities. Mm-hmm. And I literally see in there, there's a room full of middle-aged young, or well, young, middle-aged men and women in their 50s and above that's been in the industry, done the things, and I was meant to run a meeting. Hmm. My client had another female, also Asian, as their representative. And she would ring me every day going like, well, you don't know how to write meeting minutes. You don't know how to run meetings. You don't know how to do this. You don't know how to do that. Ooh. Basically, you suck. And yeah, I used to be in tears wow. all the time. Yeah, I used to be in tears all the time. And that was when I was like – you know what? Number one, I would never leave another woman in that position in my industry, never, ever, ever because I remember how excruciating that is. But number two, mm-hmm. I am going to really fine-tune my craft and learn how to run meetings because I couldn't. I literally, I was that intimidated. I would freeze and I don't know how, like literally like this, having a conversation mm-hmm. with a person live, no, nah, I couldn't do it. And so I really wow. practiced really, really hard on my presentation skills. You know, I used to have, if I have a meeting, you bet the day before I would be meditating, rehearsing every single minute item and visualizing, I would be doing all the work. And that's how much work I've put in to make sure that that would never happen to me again because that's really embarrassing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you honed in on that capability. You know, again, guys like your your reason became so much bigger than those excuses. You you committed to this is the direction you were going in and you took the steps to get there. And you know, I think it's so critical that you think about you think about your capabilities with where you're at. If you want to keep growing to that vision, step into it, right? Step into mm-hmm. what it's going to take to go there because you get can a mentor. go there.
1: Like really seriously yes. get a mentor. If you can't get a yes. mentor, Go and find somebody who's there and really study how they do it. So what I used to do, and I couldn't write meeting minutes when I first started as well, I would go and look at, I will find the best person in the company. I would go and read their meeting minute and I would study how they do it or I would sit in the meeting and watch how other people do it and literally just learn from the best. And Because learning doesn't have to cost a lot. Sometimes it can be free, you know, when you're first starting out, finance can be an issue. Find all the ways that you can learn. Social media is so powerful these days. There's so
0: many things that you can just learn off other people. Totally. Yep. And I, I love that point because you know just yeah learning from the best sort of like the the and even podcasts this is why mm-hmm. for me podcasting was so desirable because i love podcasts you know listening in and listening while i'm you know driving or listening while i'm folding the laundry like just having that open mind where you're constantly in a growth mindset mm-hmm. you know of what how what can i take away even if it's that 10% yeah. what can i take away from this so 100% guys if you're in that situation now reach out find a mentor and find someone who is that step or two or even 10 steps ahead of you who can really help guide you and and find the next steps for yourself if you're not sure what they're going to be yeah but also explore
1: you know there's so many opportunities in construction now that didn't exist 10 years ago like positions things that you could do and a lot of women are like i don't want to be a lollipop person on the construction site (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, that's
1: not the only job available, you know. So the the job that I do now, it's not even, but like, it's not labor intensive. But it actually uses a lot of my creativity with my management skills, and that is perfect. But this was a position that literally did not exist fifteen years ago when I first started.
0: yeah that's cool. That's mm. cool, and that's so important to to remember for you know for any industry. We don't know. Mm. You know, the jobs for the future might not be created today. So hmm. keep an open mind, you guys. Right?
1: Yeah. We keep trying different things, awesome.
0: really. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, cool. Now, tell us where people can find you, how they can connect with you on social media or on anywhere else. Where, where And I will type it into the comments. So where can they find you? Yeah.
1: Well, the favorite place I like to hang out is Facebook. It's, it's where I live. That's where I interact. So um, if you simply type in
0: Lala Angela Wang, you'll find all my yep. things. Yeah. All right. So Lala Angela Wang and The Womanly Way on Instagram, right?
1: The Womanly Way on Instagram um, or if you want to follow my business page on Facebook, it's Angela Wang slash The Womanly Way. All what right. I would also recommend is if you want to build your career, Um, try LinkedIn for size. Yes. LinkedIn is actually a
0: lot more
1: active nowadays than just, you know, job seekers looking for jobs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point because I think LinkedIn has been an untapped, you know, to a lot of us, an untapped resource when, when we're growing and learning and yeah, I certainly need to get back more into LinkedIn, but it's, yeah, it's important to, to, to figure out where you're at. Right to hone mm. in hone your craft yeah, well.
1: it's you know yeah. for me linkedin has got a special place that the content i created on linkedin could be quite different to what i've got on facebook but mm. i certainly have created a lot of connection professionally through linkedin you know That's awesome. our industry is all about connections so i will highly yep. recommend if you want to take your career to the next level or even understanding where your career would take you go onto LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and seriously genuinely connecting with people
0: just like how you would on Facebook brilliant good tip that's awesome um any other parting words of wisdom Lala before we let you go today um wow um just do it
1: like whatever you fancy whatever you're (laughs) thinking about it like just do it like there's what could happen, like, what could possibly go wrong? You will fail. Yeah, That's it. There's
0: yeah, nothing scary it.
1: about failure, right? I, I think yeah. we, we see failure as such a big deal, but failure is like anything else. Like, the more you fail, the better you're at it. It's like a skill, be able to get up. I, I often say to my clients, I am the magic woman of quick turnarounds." Because I know the quicker I fall, the quicker I get up. Um, one of my mentors, Travis Jones, who started a gym around Australia, and he always says you want to fall quicker because the quicker you fall, the quicker
0: you get up, the quicker you learn, yep. and the quicker you get to the next level. So just do I it. I love that. That's awesome. Yep, just do it. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much, Lala, for coming on today. I really sincerely appreciate your time. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Um, And I will see you next time on the Your Healthy Business podcast. Thanks, Lala. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.